BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Hope you're well. Hope your holiday was well. Hope you're feeling good. I'm just probably going to say it. I don't mean to start off the episode in a negative way, but probably by the time you listen to this, everyone has COVID again. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I've been boosted. I've been, you know, chipped. I've, I've had thermometer up my butt. And I don't even think that's a part of the COVID medical uh, protocol. And I am recording this a week before it airs. So I just want you to know things could probably take a wild turn. Scarlet could absolutely take a tumble before this. But just if you're listening to this, probably um, everyone has COVID by the time this episode airs. And that's not me being negative. That's just where we're at. It is absolutely fucking alarming. Here we are. You know, I really wanted to end this the end of the year on just a real positive, encouraging note. But I think last week's episode was probably as much of a wellness check-in as we could do. But here we are going towards the end of the year and every single fucking person I know is sick. (laughs) Oh my God. Every fucking person I know. I've been swabbed a million times. By the time this episode comes out, I don't know where where I'll be, okay? I'm doing this um, just a week early just so I can get this to my producer so she can have a beautiful, relaxing Christmas as we all should be able to take some time off. But I just wanted to encourage you, you know, I know it's such bullshit. And I don't know if I said it last week, but all of these memes that are online about us finishing the year strong, you know, finish it strong, finish it strong, shut the fuck up. My first absolutely not of the week is absolutely not to everybody who put too much on their fucking plate this year because we all tried to make up for a year of of whatever fucking bamboozlement that was. I'm starting to now really lean towards everything is fake. We're in a simulation. This is the matrix. Maybe birds aren't real. I don't fucking know. And you know me politically. I am very moderate, left-leaning, believe everyone should have rights, healthcare, Um, But also mind your own business. You know what I mean? I just want to smoke a little weed on my couch and and run a business. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Look, I'm so fucking over everything, everyone. Maybe the reason I'm even bringing this up is as I record this, I'm sitting in a beautiful Ritz-Carlton hotel here in DC and I understand the level of bless that I am at. But I do think, and I will never complain, my job is the greatest job in the world and I am so 
utterly, unbelievably grateful for each and every one of you in my life that has come out to the shows and we have giggled and we have laughed and we're going to continue to do that in the new year. But I definitely think we have all realized, you know, looking at these last few days of the year of, okay, how do we go into the new year with a little bit more balance? You know, and, and of course we were like shooting grandma out of a fucking cannon. We, we didn't do anything for 2020. What a fucking wasted year. And now we're having to learn how to live with the ebbs and flows of COVID and everybody's going to fucking get it. So buckle up. You know, if you're vaccinated, um, hopefully it, 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 it's not as raw on you. I got boosted. Um, but it just, it's, it's again, spreading like wildfire. So again, I don't have any medical knowledge. I'm not a professional. I can't even tell you how to get rid of eczema. But what I will tell you is if you've got to take two fucking days over the break and if you are privileged enough to be able to take that time off, turn your phone off for a day and just fucking rest. Say no to the holiday parties. Tell everybody for New Year's. You know what I'm doing for New Year's? I'm tongue to tongue with my dog. Me and Riggs are going to have a little quiet time. He's fucking exhausted from dealing with my bullshit. We are going to lay on the couch and we're going to do absolutely fucking nothing. And I cannot wait for that. Maybe you're thinking about going into the new year and hey, you want to have kids, but you never really looked into it. Well, guess what? I've got a deal for you from modernfertility.com. Modern Fertility is an amazing way that you can check your hormones, your thyroid levels, all sorts of pertinent information that you need to get for your body and about your body so you know what's going on. Listen, as women, we age, we do, you know, you don't know until you know about your fertility. And that's why Modern Fertility makes it so incredibly easy. It's a easy, affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Again, you mail it in with the prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159. That's a fraction of the price. All you got to do is go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely and you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. You can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Take it from me. If you want to get those kids on ice, Go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Where was I at? I, I just, you know, the end of the year, it's just a shit show. Like the amount of people that have reached out to me and said, Heather, I am on my last thread. Everyone in my family is driving me fucking nuts. Um, I'm sick. I'm ill. It's like, minus the fact that everyone has fucking COVID. We've got the cold, the flu, conjunctivitis, pink eye is fucking rampant. And I'll tell you right now, pink eye, they immediately, if you see somebody with pink eye, what's the first thought in your mind? You go, oh, they, they touch their butt and then they touch their eye. That's not necessarily it. You can get conjunctivitis, contact dermatitis. There's a lot of different things that can actually happen to your, you know, eye region. But immediately when I see somebody with pink eye, what do I think? Oh, they had a finger in their butt and then they scratched their eye. And that is also a judgment that we shouldn't have on people. You know, I think this medical hysteria too, where it's like, you know, obviously, hopefully, if, if this is what you believe in, you're, you're vaccinated. I mean, I got vaccinated and I, I have a lot of jokes in, in my show about how, you know, I didn't, I didn't really think twice about it. 
you know, listen, we're all going to get this. It's going to continue to mutate and I'm not making light of COVID, but I think we're all kind of like, I mean, I've had it. We're all like, okay, all right, we got to do our best. We got to do our best to take care of each other and take care of ourselves. But I really think it starts with the self. But I do think the reason I wanted to really start this podcast off, um, not on a negative note, but on just a, hey, like heads up, I know we're all probably feel like we're dying at the end of the year, is if I have seen an, an uptick in pink eye going around, I don't personally have it at this moment. But if for any reason you do see someone with pink eye, an adult with pink eye, that you're like, I don't think they should probably have that. You know what I mean? Pink eye is usually like a seventh grade boy kind of thing where they're, they're, they don't really have great hygiene and you have to teach them like, hey, Skylar, you can't scratch your ass at the skate park and then, you know, put your glasses on. It doesn't work that way. That is, that is actually fecal matter going, <laughs> going into your eye. Really, I wanted this to be a PSA about pink eye. And because I've seen a couple adults around my country club at the airport, you know, you have a mask on that covers your mouth. So if you have a cold sore, you can hide that. But pink eye is, um, unless you wear your shades at night, it's it's pretty prevalent and it's highly contagious. So as much as there's a stigma about, you know, who's spreading COVID or what the fuck's going on, let's also remember to be sensitive to those who have doo-doo in their eyes. I just think it's it's very important that we are, you know, that we are we're kind Um, across the medical spectrum of what might be wrong with people. Uh, I feel very strongly about that. But also, if you're sitting at home over the holidays, you do have the Corvids, the COVIDs. Um, Just take some time for yourself. Hydrate. Do what you can. And hopefully, it is not as bad as the first year. I mean, I fucking got it January of 2020. And I was like, "Uh, this is it. And I was also oddly vaccinated. I don't know what to tell you. It's been a shit show. None of us know what's going on. So that's another thing. Continue to live your life, but to continue to take care of those around you and just take care of your fucking self. Say no. There is nothing better than being an adult and saying no to a social event. I am such a codependent Pisces. I love to entertain. I love to be in the mix of things, but I am literally, I had a hard look in the fucking mirror the other day and I said, Heather, you're going to say no. You know what you're doing for New Year's? You're going to get a fucking lobster from Costco. You're going to rinse that bad boy off. I'm usually in the Turks and Caicos with the pina colada. But I said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and take some time for myself and do fucking nothing. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rinse off that lobster and I'm going to put it in the air fryer. And I know a lot of you gourmet chefs are like, that's fucking a disgrace to lobsters. It's not. It's actually delicious. Google an air fryer lobster recipe. It's fucking to die for. Butter, salt, garlic, whatever. And you will have a delicious air fried, perfectly cooked lobster for New Year's and pop a little bottle of champagne and live your life. Because guess what? We don't have fucking time. We don't have time to go to your, your, your New Year's Eve get together where you have shitty hors d'oeuvres you know what I mean? I'm gluten-free for the foreseeable future. I don't have fucking time for this. I do not have time to eat your shitty hors d'oeuvres. If it's not homemade, if it's not a brie with a hot pepper jelly that is perfectly taken out of the oven with a gorgeous baguette, I don't have time to come to your shit. I'm thankful for the invitation, but this is, my New Year's is a new year of saying, no, I'm not coming. Why? Because your fucking husband has pink eye. And I didn't ask, but it's probably because you sat on his face. And if it's not because you sat on his face, it's because his secretary did. And I really don't want to be in the mix of your marital drama when I am literally, all I want to do is curl up with my husband on the couch, kiss our dog, stare at the wall, and watch 
over and over episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, this specific episode where Kathy Hilton looks at everyone and goes, who's hunky-dory? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who is hunky-dory? Who is he? Where is he? Why? If you don't know um, what I'm referencing, Kathy Hilton is a fucking gem to television. And in one of the episodes, someone said, well, it's not like everyone's just hunky-dory. And Kathy Hilton did not know the phrase. And she turns to everyone and she goes, who's hunky-dory? And that to me, ladies and gentlemen, is the summary of my fucking year. Who's hunky-dory? We've done so much shit this year. We have pushed ourselves to the absolute physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual limits that we're all walking around not even able to comprehend catchphrases like, who's hunky-dory? Who is it? I mean, my brain fog is insane. I've said some of the dumbest shit I've ever said in my life. I'm also on some sort of pill to help me sleep at night. And I've been waking up in the middle of the night. As Okay. I wake up in the middle of the night oftentimes and I write down ideas. Something funny comes to my mind. I voice memo it or I write it down. I wrote down this idea. It just says cousins, brothers. <laughs> I wrote it at like three o'clock in the morning. It's a movie idea. Nobody fucking take it. I've already spoken it into existence. So it's intellectual property. So don't even fucking try and do it. But I wrote this the other night and I called my writing partner today. And I was like, I think we need to make this. I don't know what the fuck it means. There's, I know there's a tagline that I also forgot to write down, but I want you to know I've been in a medically induced coma for the last two days and I don't know exactly what's going on, but just go with me. So if you feel a little disheveled, discombobulated, who the fuck is hunky-dory, you don't know, and your husband has pink eye, I want you to know that you did everything right. You did everything right this year that you were supposed to, but we definitely need to find the balance in the new year. You know what I'm saying? Because pink eye is contagious. And obviously so is COVID, but guess what? We all fucking are going to get it or have it. I'm, I'm just, literally, I don't know a single person who is not on the Corvids or then has like strep throat. You know what I mean? Like strep has made a hard comeback. And I was that kid. I was that kid who had strep every other week in school. You know what I mean? And then they gave you that really thick, you know what I'm talking about? When you got strep, you had to get a shot. You had to get like two shots in your butt. Now as an adult, they give you the shot in your arm. But then remember, you get that really thick, ice cold. It had to be in the refrigerator. Thick antibiotic. I think it was like an amoxicillin and it tasted like bubble gum. And here's the thing. I got to be honest with you. I have never in my entire life enjoyed an artificial bubble gum flavor. If I'm going to get a stick, throw it in the mouth to freshen up, I will never go for like a double bubble a, a pink bubblegum flavor. So for a lot of kids, they used to try and sneak that medicine. Now, this is a really scary and disturbing thing that I remember what triaminocin was. Triaminocin, though, was a um, kind of like a robitussin, but not really. It was a ro- it was a orange-flavored liquid medicine. And as a child, I would tell my mom I had a scratchy throat all the time and she would just give me a spoonful of triaminocin. It was more of an orange cream circle. I enjoyed that tremendously. But the double bubble, the pink amoxicillin that you used to have to take when you had strep, I never enjoyed. And it was ice cold and I hated it. But we took it. We took it and we did it because I was that kid. And I am sure there's probably a lot of childhood trauma that I have not worked through, even though I grew up in a very privileged, blessed, loving, strong home. I had two loving parents. I am absolutely, absolutely, completely aware 
of how wonderful my family was. But then there were our times when I look back at how many times I had strep and I think there had to be some negligence. <laughs> there absolutely had to be some negligence on Kyle and Robin McMahon's part. My sister also had strep all the time. She too had pink eye a few times. Ashley, not throwing you under the bus, but she did ride horses for an, ex- uh, an extended period. In about fourth and fifth grade, she was the horse girl. Not the horse girl like she would run around as a horse at school and I will allow her to come on the podcast to defend herself. But she did get pulled out of class to go do the equestrian program at our very bougie private school. And so that too, it could have been a little bit, you know, you're scratching the, the horse and then, you touch your eyes. So it's not necessarily her butt she was touching, but it could have been someone else's. Either way, Ashley, I love you and I'm glad you've grown out of that. But I say all this to say, be kind to yourselves, be gentle with yourselves. I know we are truly trying to get through it. And, um, you know, if you see something, say something. So also, isn't it a little alarming if a lot of people's husbands have pink eye? It's kind of like, what are you guys doing together? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a little, I mean, you got to ask a couple questions. Also, I don't know if you're like me, but the periods I've been having recently, I'm sorry, gentlemen who are listening. I've basically been been um, just hemorrhaging. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's it's just I'm passing ovarian cysts, but the clots are coming out and it's, it's not great. It's not great. It's not great. So everyone either has pink eye is passing a kidney stone, an ovarian cyst, has um, the Omicron, or is as riddled with strep throat. So just want you to know, if you're listening, in bed with some sort of fever, some sort of issue, some sort of closed, crusted eye, you know, three super tampons in your gaping vagina, I want you to know we're all in this together. And I appreciate how strong you've been through this year, and I want you to pat yourself on the back for the work that you have done, but also take the fucking day off, listen to this podcast and turn off your phone and take a day for yourself. Hopefully you can find a little bit of time of rest because I literally have not had a day off in a month and I am so grateful to just take some time um, over the holiday and just just say enough, enough. Because as soon as the clock strikes midnight, January 1st, we're going to be up and at them. Again, I, I thought it was up and at them. And somebody recently said, no, it's up, up and Adam, Adam, like A-D-A-M. And I was like, it's not that, it's up and Adam. But I don't know. A lot of people fight me on that one. So y'all figure it out. Again, that goes down to, are you wolfing it down or wolfing it down? People have corrected me and, and they say it's wolfing. Like you eat like a wolf, you're wolfing it down. But I said, I'm wolfing it down like a dog. Who's hunky dory? <laughs> I don't fucking know. We all have conjunctivitis and we're all going to die. Okay, I'm going to get to a last couple of voicemails. Y'all sent some great stuff. And uh, some of these came uh, before, you know, uh, the end of the year. Some are coming after, but I've gotten some really funny stuff. I just wanted to get to these now. And here are your problems so we all can re, you know, come together as a community, as an incredible podcast uh, group and just say, hey, we're in this together. Also, side note, fuck yeah to you guys being so badass. I want to thank you guys. Entertainment Weekly named us one of the top 10 funniest podcasts of the year and I couldn't have done it without y'all. So every time you call into the podcast 
every time you participate, every time you share it and you post it on Instagram, I want you to know you're slowly helping me pay my mortgage and we are going to build something huge. And ideally, a goal of mine would be to take this Absolutely Not podcast and turn it into some sort of TV show. So please, let's continue the strength through the new year. And I promise I got your back and I'm so appreciative of you having my back. I love you, mean it. All right, let's get to the absolutely not line. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. I would love to hear your absolutely nots over the New Year's. And again, of course, your your holiday wrap-up. Send them my way. Let's get to the voicemails. I got a new product that I have sleeping by my bed every night. And no, it's not Jeff. Um, I'm talking about my canopy humidifier and I'm obsessed with it. Why? Because it is the cleanest and easiest humidifier out there. You won't see any mist coming out of the canopy humidifier because visible mist from traditional humidifiers is actually unhealthy due to particles and bacteria being carried by the water into the air. So here's the deal. I set this bad boy up right next to my, uh, on my bedside table and I turn it on and it is super clean. It's super amazing. It's helped my skin stay super nice and moisturized. Also helps me, you know, I have chronically like dry throat. Um, She's the driest bitch in town, but not with my canopy humidifier. You'll also find an antimicrobial filter that catches irritating minerals, bacteria, and other nasty stuff from the water before it's even evaporated into your environment. Plus, you can subscribe and save for convenient replacement filter delivery. I also am obsessed truly obsessed with their new diffuser. It's sleek, it's chic, it smells fantastic, and it's very low-key, and I just keep it on um, my vanity while I'm getting ready. I feel like I'm diffusing and filling the space with a beautiful, fresh, safe smell. And hey, we don't have time for bulky, ugly, moldy, and impossible to maintain humidifiers or diffusers, but guess what? Canopy has you totally covered. I truly, truly love them. And the best part is Canopy parts are dishwasher safe for easy cleaning and zero hassle. It does not get better than this. Listen, I know you're going to absolutely love Canopy's products. Go to Get Canopy, that's G-E-T-C-A-N-O-P-Y.co to save $25 off your Canopy humidifier purchase a day when you opt into a replacement filter subscription. You'll receive a replacement filter every six weeks, right when it's time for a new one. Plus, you'll receive a free aroma kit to be used with Canopy's humidifiers built-in aroma diffuser. That's a $40 value. Even better, there's a special offer for Absolutely Not listeners. Use code ABSOLUTELY10 that's absolutely 10 at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy humidifier or Canopy diffuser purchase. Canopy also just launched an amazing waterless mist-free aroma diffuser that is a great addition to any room and elevates your space effortlessly. Again, go to getcanopy.co today and use absolutely 10 for an extra 10% off at checkout. Your skin will thank you. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Jessie from Maryland, living in West Virginia. Um, I have an absolutely yes for you, or a perspective yes. Absolutely yes to blasting your podcast in my car and hoping to find other Heather listeners to be my friend in my area because I've only been in West Virginia for a couple years, haven't made many like close friends. Making friends as an adult is hard, but absolutely yes to like rolling up to the McDonald's drive through with your podcast blasting, hoping that like maybe the drive-through person taking my card wants to be my friend because they listen to you too. Or school drop-off line, maybe people usually turn their music down so that their kids can get out and it's not embarrassing. No, I have Heather playing. Well, not really 
when I'm dropping my kids off, when I'm picking them up. Obviously, I turn you off as soon as they get in the car. But when I'm in the pickup line waiting for my kids to come out, I've got you playing and the window's down, hoping that another mom in the pickup line is going to ask if we could be friends. So absolutely, yes to that. Love you. I'm seeing you tonight in D.C. Tiramisu, bitch. Love and light. Sister friend, I love this. I love this idea. I love this journey for you, for us. Here's the deal. We've talked about this before. It is so hard as adults sometimes to make friends and especially women. You know, I mean, listen, I hate to throw us under the bus, but sometimes we can be a little clicky, closed off. The coolest thing about coming to shows is the amount of people that say, I bought a solo ticket. I came to the show. I wore Cheetah Brit and I made 10 new friends on my row. There have been a couple fights in Boston. A couple of people did say that they were going to like see each other out in the parking lot. But to be totally honest with you, that's just Boston energy and I wouldn't have that any other way. Um, but I love this. You know what I like to think about this? This is an absolutely not bat signal. Um, you know, when I used to drive around, when I was looking for Dick, if you will, I used to drive around and I'd roll my windows down and listen to that song by the Ying Yang twins. Oh, wait till you see my dick. Hey, girl, wait till you see my dick. I'm going to beat the pussy up. You know, the whisper song. It's actually called the whisper song. When I was cruising for dick back in the day before I met Jeff, I'd roll down my windows in my, um, my, you know, my old Jetta and I just, wait till you see my dick. And then at a stoplight, you know, a guy might pull up and he'd be like, okay, that's a bat signal. That is a bat signal to another person to be like, she's ready to see my dick. You know, she wants me to beat the pussy up. And I got a lot of a lot of loose dick from that, from personally that bat signal. It's called the whisper bat signal. <laughs> you guys, how anybody has made this podcast on a top 10 is fucking beyond me. I'm so here for it. I'm really enjoying this episode. I'm giggling to myself. But this is great. I love this. For a lady friend, you pull up to a stoplight, you roll down your window, you blast absolutely not. And, you know, I'm blown away by how many of y'all are so engaged with the podcast and it it brings me so much joy and I feel so grateful for it. And I think this is a great idea. Well, let's call it the absolutely yes bat signal. Um, if you're in a new town, I think you drive around in your Corolla all day, blast that bat signal. I also think what would be really fun is, and I'm going to try and figure out how to incorporate this and, and what the logistics look like, but obviously I would love to do a, you know, a couple podcasts, live recording pop-ups in some cities where we can have like a giant podcast situation, bring on some cool guests, do live absolutely nots. And then maybe we have a giant dance party and bar crawl after. Like that's the one. When you come to the comedy show, you come see comedy, you come see my show, but the absolutely not live shows could be really fucking crazy and fun. And that's when we could really have a lot of um, engagement and social interaction with that. And that's cool. And listen, I know, I hear you. It's hard to meet friends. You know, uh, I remember when I got to college, um, I just went... I went up and down my dorm and I knocked on people's doors. I was like, what's up? I'm Heather. I've got a Mike's Hard Lemonade in my, you know, in my coach purse. What you want? And that's how I really won people over by supplying alcohol. And then they found out I have a great personality and a kind, caring, gentle heart, which is what I'm so, you know, so known for. (laughs) (laughs) I am. People always do say I'm nice because I am. I'm not, I'm really not an asshole. I'll bitch and complain a lot, but you know, who does it? But I love that. That's a great idea too. You know, maybe absolutely not listeners. I know a lot of y'all have preschool kids. Why don't you have a little absolutely not picnic? 
you know, hey, the Heather 911 group that's on Facebook, maybe somebody starts just a specific podcast one where it's people can have meetups in different cities. I'm so here for it. And I love the idea of people building this community. And the coolest stories you guys ever tell me is like at a meet and greet, you're like, oh my God, we were listening to, you know, I was in a PTA meeting and then um, somebody had an absolutely not like hat. And then I was like, wait a minute, you listen to the podcast too. It's just, it's crazy. Also, when we did that Spotify year in review, people are listening to me in Brazil, Ecuador, wait for it, Uzbekistan. I didn't even know that was legit. Yeah, real place, checks out, did the follow-up research. So it's just insane. It's so insane how far we we how far we've covered. And I think that's a great idea. And that's a bat signal. Also, if you're looking for D, you roll up maybe in front of a golf course, like right at the light in front of a country club, or the, the light in front of like a Porsche dealership or an Audi dealership, and you lightly play, you roll down your windows, you need a full bead of makeup, hair blown out, and then you have you have your um, even though you have the windows rolled down, I don't care if it's 10 degrees outside, you have the air conditioning blowing on you. So you have a little Beyonce fan moment and you play, wait till you see my dick. I'm going to beat that pussy up. And any cute guys that are at the Porsche dealership that are pulling out of the Porsche dealership, they will hear that and go, I got to follow her to the next safe space. Obviously well lit, maybe a Starbucks. You pull in front of a very public place, see if the guy also gets out to get a Starbucks. And then you just go up to him and hand him your number. You know what I think we need to start doing? I got a great idea. Fuck yeah. Let's go back to business cards. I miss a business card. I miss the transaction of not having to be like, pull out your phone. I'm just going to hand you my card. I'm going to start printing out business cards and I'm going to start handing them out. And I know a lot of people will find that annoying. I don't. I find it's a personal gift. It's a personal touch. We had a, we had a sports bar in um, college called the library and they gave out VIP cards, which meant you never had to pay a cover. And to me, it was such an exclusive thing. If somebody had one of those cards, if like you were walking through paying your $10 on a game day weekend, almost $50 cash, don't know how the fuck we afforded it, to um to get into that bar. And they if you were cool enough, they'd hand you a VIP card. Have never received one, but now I'm DMing with the, with the owner of the library and he said he would give one to me because I have promoted them so well. I mean, that's, it's like a golden ticket. We're going to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. To me, that's the idea of getting a business card. And now you can do cool business cards. You can do the ones that are kind of heavy, metal. It looks like a black Amex. You can do like maybe something made out of a doily. You know, maybe I got a great business card idea. Tampons. Fucking great. I, why have I not thought about this? Great idea. And it's like your biz, your number and your business card is, is like printed on the outside of the, you know, the plastic sanitary covering. That's the best fucking idea ever. Because what girl doesn't need another tampon? Even a guy, even if a guy were to be like, hey, I'm in finance, here's my business card. And he handed me a tampon and it had his information like clearly written though on the plastic. I'd be like, thank you so much, sir. I am actually going to need this in like four days. Because you know, whenever you start your period, you never have a tampon. And you have the period tracker, you ovulate on the same day, da 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 da. You know when it's coming, but you're never prepared. God, a great idea. I, you know, it's so, I am such an entrepreneur. I'm such an ideas gal. The the amount of business things that come to me is shocking and alarming. Wow, I'm gonna have to do this in the new year. If anybody fucking takes my idea, I'll kill you. But yeah, maybe we do that. Maybe we start bringing out business cards. And as ladies, instead of by the time it's like, okay, you take my number, da, da, da. You just hand it, whip out a business card. It's easy breezy. There's no pressure. And then the ball's in their court. You have that. Hey, do you listen to Absolutely Not? Oh my God, my name's Kim. Here's my business card and keep rolling. 
that's fucking great. Look at us coming up with fan-fucking-tastic ideas. And that's why I love this podcast. And that's why I love each and every one of you. Because we have come together and we are in this together. And we are going to get through this together with our new tampon calling cards. And that's on God, period. Wait till you see my dick. I'm going to beat that pussy up. Yeah. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Deanna from Indiana. Long-time listener. Um, I have an absolutely not. Absolutely not. Maybe this is just generational thing to you being in sales, being an adult, driving around, making sales calls, living your life, and your mother is blowing up your phone. So you decide, okay, between these two calls, I have time and I'm going to call her back. Not only does she call your personal phone and not your work phone connected to your vehicle as you're driving around, because that would be too easy. She then does not leave a message. And so when you call her back, she answers and all you hear is background noise and people yelling and, you know, ding dong from the elevator. And she goes, hi, what's going on? And you go, you called me. You tell me what's going on. And she goes, well, I'm, I'm at work. I'm going down the elevator. We're going to go to lunch. Hey, mom. Why don't you call me back when you have time to talk unless you need something? Like, don't we have a code like text me once, you know, blink twice if it's an emergency I need out of the situation? Anyways, absolutely not. The parents not understanding their children and their adult lives and that they may have a life that's busier than just screening and waiting for your phone calls. Anyways, happy holidays, love and light. I can't wait to see your show. Merry Christmas. I feel this so hard. Um, I feel like we all have this, this relationship with our mothers or some sort of parental figure in our life. My mom does this every day. She, I, I will literally say, and I know we've had an in-depth conversation about this on the podcast, but these last three weeks, I've been crazy with work. And I'm like, mom, you know, I hate to text, but I'll call you when I get a chance. The problem is a lot of what I do is I'm talking, 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 talking all day, all day, all day, right? When you're an entertainer, you don't ever really get to shut the fuck up. And I don't even want to hear myself speak sometimes. So I tell my mom, mom, hey, I will text you when I get out. I will call you when I get back to the hotel. And I've had like an hour to unwind and to collect my thoughts. And Robin will call me. I will tell her I am walking into a podcast recording. I am walking into a meeting. I could be about to go live on the Today Show. And she will call me 65 times. What does that make me think? Great, there's an emergency. Something's happened. Someone's unwell. We've had an absolute 911 situation. Then I text her back immediately. Is everything okay, mom? I can't answer right now. No response. So then I have to maybe say, go on said today show with a full panic in my mind. You know, the whole time I'm like delivering jokes or having a conversation. I'm like, the whole house is on fire and Riggs is dead. That's where my mind spirals um, because I, I have a very dark, dark, dark brain. And then I get out and my mom, will, I'll call my mom back. Mom, what's going on? She'll fi I finally get to say, I don't know. You called me. I don't, what, what the, I don't know. What do you want? A 15 missed calls from you. I'm like, no, you don't, mom. It's actually the opposite. See, when you press dial, that goes to me. It's not actually me somehow in the future and or the past time traveling to call you. That's actually you calling me. And then you have to sit down and have a conversation quietly to yourself. Like, is my mom unwell? Does she have all of her faculties? Where are we at in this mental situation in her life? And then you just realize it's your mother and she does this shit 
every fucking week. Every week, every day. Actually, let's remember that. Every week, every day. You know? And it's never, it's absolutely never, it doesn't make sense. It's, there's never an emergency. And then when there really is an emergency, her leg could have blown off. She could have, you know, been too close to an exhaust pipe. Her leg could have blown off. And then I won't finally hear from her for four days, even now that I got to fucking call her. And then she's like, oh yeah, well, I'm fine. But I was in the hospital. They took both my legs. I was, it was in a pretty bad, pretty bad accident. And you're like, what? What? Wait, What? you know, knock on wood, thank God that hasn't happened and we're, we're safe. I love that. But you never can get in touch with your parent when you need to. And then when you're like, I'm actually walking into a, my yearly review at my high powered, like law job. And I'm very worried that I might get fired, but your mom's called you 65 times. You're like, this is it all the time. I hear you all the fucking time. I've told my mom I want to get her a phone, not a jitterbug phone because she knows how to use her phone, but I would like it if they had some sort of app on Apple so you could still use your iPhone, but that there was some sort of like interface where it could just be like the jitterbug. Like they have Apple 65, another fucking great idea. Another great idea from an entrepreneur, a she boss, a shempire, a boss babe, a boss bitch that there was some kind of program you could download for your, your mom's phone or your dad's phone, who's a little bit older. It just, but it runs like a jitterbug. You've seen the commercials for the jitterbug. It's literally like a giant calculator, like a TI-83, the kind we used to have to use at the SATs. It's a TI-83 size phone with just like text message calls and maybe email. I don't even think that, or like Google Maps. They should have that sort of interface that you can download for their phone. I mean, it's insane. It's like we need life alert for our parents and they're sitting on the couch next to us. Like, how did we get here? I didn't call you. You called me. I didn't call you. What are, what are you talking about? What's the emergency? Why are you freaking out? Mom, you called me 16 times. I was walking into my review. I just got a promotion at my job, which is exciting. Okay, well, my legs blew off. I'm in the, <laughs> in the hospital. You're like, what? Shit show. Shit show all the time. And, and you know what though? Oh, I, I've literally, I've been recording this podcast for the last, what, 35 minutes? And I have six missed text messages from my mother. Six, let's read them. Oh, it's just photos of things that, that have been sent. My mom keeps taking photos of things like when businesses or companies send me boxes, like it could be like a popcorn box, she takes a photo. Uh, you know, a hand lotion, she takes a photo, which I'm grateful for because then I love having an idea of all the goodies I'm about to get. But also, mom, you could not unbox my gifts. That's the other thing. And then she, when we don't get gifts or when we don't get like, you know, promos or some sort of shit, she gets very upset and salty. She will actually have a harsh attitude, almost borderline like you're being a bitch because she hasn't gotten a gift in the past couple of days. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, mom. Let me go on Instagram and do the bat signal, the caca, the who is hunky dory so that more fucking brands will send us shit that we honestly probably don't need right now. It's insane. This woman is demanding aggressive, sometimes has an attitude, opens all of my shit. I have zero privacy, calls me 600 times a day and I would not absolutely have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love that little chicken. I love her little skinny legs. I want to nibble on her arm. I love her so much. So you know what? Even though that drives you crazy and it's absolutely not, absolutely yes, to the beautiful relationships that some of us are able to have with our parents. And I know the holidays can be tough, I mean, obviously my dad died at Christmas. I've, I'm, I'm always in a funk around this time. And I miss, I really genuinely am not even trying to make this sappy. If I could have one more phone call with my dad, I don't even think I have any of his voicemails saved. I don't. I think I might've emailed them to myself, but I haven't heard his voice in a really long time. 
And I was actually going through an old Instagram video. My dad, the last Instagram video I have of my dad, this is before stories. This is, this would have been the Christmas of 20, died Christmas of 2015, so Christmas 2014. I have a video of my dad. What he gave me for Christmas was like two months rent. He gave me a check and we recorded it and he pulled out the check. He's like, I'm giving you your rent in LA. Like, I love you. You got this. And I, I, I sometimes look at this video and I sometimes don't. And man, what I would give, what I would fucking give to have one more conversation with my dad just to be like, we all have COVID dad. <laughs> I almost got choked up. I was literally like about to have an emo moment. And then I just had to be like, dad, honestly, you're better off. Like, you know, if you have a dead parent right now, you know, they're like so Gucci where they are. Like, I know my dad's in heaven. I know my dad is like, thank fucking God. I am chilling. I am chilling. If you think I was going to take my father to get boosted 600 times or that he was a ever going to stay in the house during the pandemic and not that he's like a, would have been an anti-masker. But if you think that good old Southern boy is like, you know, who is also very libertarian. He voted for the Green Party every time because he's like, everyone's an asshole. But if you think Kyle McMahon would have dealt with the 20th variant of COVID, he would have been like smoking cigs outside the Waffle House in his Porsche, been like, I told you we should have moved to the Turks. <laughs> it's like, dad, no, you're right. You're totally right. I do think it's really cute. I, I, um, oh God. God, this podcast is like so emo and all over the place. I do laugh about like if my dad was alive for all of this, what his role would have been on the road. And I know my dad would have been flying us in the plane. He would have been flying us from show to show and he would have been fully running security, fully running security. Like my dad would have been in a full Adidas tracksuit or a Parm. No, he'd be in a Mr. Eatwell Parm suit. He would be in the brand a Miss Eatwell wine suit and he'd have on a solid New Balance shoe. You know what I mean? A solid. My dad was cool though. He had custom suits. He was a sharp dresser, but he wore a pair of khakis because he got real fat towards the end. He wore a pair of khakis that were seven sizes too big, I believe. And I was always like, dad, we got to get these tapered. You have a real thin ankle, strong, sexy legs and a great ass, but we've got, we got to get these tapered. And, um, but he would have been in a, in a full sweatsuit, tracksuit, earpiece, you know what I mean? Probably the cell phone on the clip, on the belt. Actually, can I be honest with you? I just thought about this. My dad was a, you know, flew for fun, a pilot, but he was in the mortgage business for years. He owned his own software company. And he used to always wear his cell phone on his right side, like on his clip. Because when he was flying, he had that there for like easy movement. He wasn't like a dad with a cell phone on a clip to be like a nerdy dad. He just was actually very, um, it was like his tool belt. And now that I think about it, he had his cell phone on his right side for, I would say 10 years. That is probably what gave him pancreatic cancer. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's all making sense. Wait till you see my dick. Sorry. <laughs> that was just a great transition because I was already whispering. Wow. Well, we're learning something new every day on this podcast. And that's, I've just figured out the root cause of why my father died of pancreatic liver and stomach cancer because it was manifesting from the UV rays, not even UV rays, the, the radiation from his fucking cell phone. I am so glad I wear mine in my purse across my chest, which I have to stop doing. You know what? I'm just going to fucking turn the cell phone off for three days. I want to be like 
Bill Murray. He lives in Charleston. He doesn't even have a cell phone, I don't think. Like, if you want to get in touch with him, you have to call the local diner. Like, he, he owns a restaurant, which is like a burger joint. You have to call the burger joint, and that's how you get in touch with him. Honestly, if I want to have well balance and like some sort of sanity in my life, that's it. And I think I just figured out truly why my dad got pancreatic cancer. Wow. I just literally worked that out on the podcast in my brain. And I'm sure an oncologist is listening to that and like, Heather, that's probably not it. You know what I mean? It was the Diet Cokes over the years. It was, you know, the fact that he liked maybe a cig every now and then. I, there was probably a multitude of factors, bad genetics, whatever. But I just want you to know the fact that you called in and this voicemail was about your mom calling you and leaving you. I rate voicemails and then saying that you called her back because now come to the conclusion that I think I know why my dad died. <laughs> I am literally so delirious right now. I'm unhinged. Oh God. And this is why this podcast is great. You know what I mean? It's a fucking brain dump for me. You know, I see a therapist and I talk to people, but it's also, this is so much a part of the cathartic, the cathartic journey is just like, just working shit out in a hotel in DC, knowing I've got two great shows to end the year with. And I'm just blessed. This is a wild, sorry for being on this emo journey. This, this episode has started out with everyone has Omicron and everyone needs to cancel their plans and tell everybody to shut the fuck up. And now I'm like, I now know when my dad died. <laughs> this is crazy. But you know, it also is crazy how much I love you. I love each and every one of you. And to my caller who's just called in and said it drives you nuts. Obviously, I know you love your mom but this is what I want you to do. I want you to give your mom a big hug. And then you call me and then let's, somebody who's good with technology, let's think of a, a jitterbug thing for the iPhone. And if you fucking make it and don't give me credit, I've already given about seven great business ideas. This is my intellectual property. You cannot take it. But if you have the funding and you'd like to privately fund this, you want to get in business with me, I'll give you my email address. And I want you to slide in my DM when this comes out and I want you to put dollar sign, dollar sign, money bag, money bag emojis. And then I'll know that you're, you're an investor ready to invest in my fucking incredible business ideas. And if you want to make some new friends this year, you know what you need to do? You need to send out the bat signal and roll up. Wait till you see my dick. And maybe if it's, you roll up with the bat signal, it doesn't just have to be listening to the podcast. Maybe we also have a song. You know what? What would our song? Well, it's Bust Down Tatiana. If you're driving up in front of like a Pilates studio and you want to see if any girls listen to Absolutely Not or come to my shows, you roll down. It's Bust Down Tatiana, Bust Down. I want to see you bust down. Like that's fucking hysterical. And please, if this works and you find friends this way, please, by all means, take a video of this and send it to me because that just brings me so much joy. Guys, I think this is the only way we can we can wrap the podcast. I'm, I, I recorded a shorter version for you today, but you know what? It's the end of the year. My self-care says, you just figured out why you da your dad got cancer and you need to go process that. So that's what I'm going to do. I love each and every one of you. Don't worry about ending the year strong. Just end the year sane. Take time for yourself. And then in the new year, we're going to come down and we're going to verbally manifest all the things we want to do. And we're going to go through our list. So I want you to just take some time to relax. And then come the new year, we're going to ease into it. It's not a rise and grind. It's a rise and relax. 
and we're going to ease into our visualization or manifestation, not that voodoo shit. I'm just talking about some real, real shit where we write down what we want to do. And I'm telling you, if you write that shit down, it'll come true. And we'll be in that, doing that, stirring the pot in the new year, also on our health and wellness journey um, to get ourselves right get our brains right, get our minds right, get our hearts right, and our pussies locked and loaded. I love you. I mean it. Thank you for everything that you've done for me this year from the bottom of my heart. I love each and every one of you. Arrivederci. I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.